Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you on a Wednesday. I know, you guys, we just have more friends than we have Mondays and Thursdays. And so a couple of times you are going to see us dropping in these special shows. We did it last Friday with Shane and Shane. We did it a couple of Fridays ago with Jonathan Rumi. And today on a Wednesday, we've got a very special bonus episode for you. Today on the show, I get to talk with my new friends, Chrissy Metz and Bradley Collins. Chrissy Metz, yes, the Chrissy Metz from This Is Us, is an Emmy and two-time Golden Globe nominee, among other acting accolades. And she recently released her memoir, This Is Me, which debuted at number one on the the New York Times bestseller list, my girl. She's teamed up with Bradley Collins, a songwriter, entrepreneur, and creative community advocate who is based right here in Nashville. They've written the sweetest picture book called When I Talk to God, I Talk About You. It released on Valentine's Day. I'd love for it to end up in all of my mini BFFs Easter baskets because the message is so heartfelt and so needed. I know I needed it too. Uh, you'll hear me tell Chrissy this, but I think this is one you read one time before you read it with the kids because it's going to make you cry on your own. So, And y'all, you'll hear it. But we had the actual best time with Chrissy and Bradley when they came by the studio. I cannot wait for y'all to get to know them like this. So here is my conversation with Chrissy Metz and Bradley Collins. Chrissy and Bradley, welcome to That Sounds Fun. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. Y'all, so nice to meet you. Not Brad. Not Whoa. Brad, Brad Lee. Yes. Don't mess with that. No. No. no I no, wouldn't no. dare. Not Although cr- he was called Brad in college, right? I, I was called Brad in college, but my pledge class had five other Brads in it. And I, I didn't want to be like, hey, I'm Brad Lee. <laughs> right. So, you know, you don't want all the attention on yeah, you. So right. I just went with it again. Oh. So. Are we about, I'm 42. Are we about the same age? Yeah. Because yeah. all I'm the Brads. So how many Jasons do we know? How Lots. many Brads do we know? Lots. Jonathan's. John's. Jonathan's. <laughs> A lot. So many. Yeah. And so many Jennifers. Yes. In every class we were in, there was a Jennifer S. Oh, yeah. Je- Jennifer, Jennifer M. M. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's so without true. Without fail. Yeah. Without fail. It's so, it's it so won't funny. be long till Bradley and Jennifer are the names that people's like kids have. And yes. they're like, my grandparent was yes. named Jennifer. You're like, how's that real? I know. How's I that real? That can't be true. <laughs> I mean, we were in college 20 years ago, you guys. But That's I didn't hard even to go believe. to college. That's so you were in college longer than yeah, 20 yeah. years ago. I went to the School of Hard Knocks in Los Angeles, hey, California. that's it. That's it. You for sure did. Yeah, I'm still paying you back some sure tuition. Um, yeah, you're right. This is a check I keep yeah, writing. Yes. Um, Bradley, where'd you go to school? I went to Stanford University. Oh, let's go, Bulldogs. Birmingham, yeah, Alabama. for sure. Being from Nashville, I went to Harding Academy, then yeah. Franklin Road Academy, then Sanford. Okay. And uh, yeah, I had a great time in Birmingham. Yeah, it's very I almost similar. went there. I went to University of Georgia. Okay. But Ooh. I was... Planning to go to Sanford and play soccer, and I tore up my knee. Okay. And they were like, you can still come. We'll give you lots of T-shirts. Sure. But then oh. I was like, oh, where is school freer than that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. So, well, yes, we're, yes. Well, we're, we're, we're both bulldogs. So yeah, that's right. Big dogs bark twice, right? That's it. Yeah. That's it. Oh. Have you gone down to Birmingham with I them yet? Yeah. We, hopefully, you're going to do a book signing down there. I'd love to go. I haven't been there yet. Yeah. yeah. A book signing for your New York Times bestselling yeah. book. What in the world? Okay, tell me how they talk. Well, well, the God. title is, When I Talk to God, I Talk About You. Please tell me about the how you found out yesterday. Literally, we are recording this the day after you found out that you hit the list. I have chills just hearing you say that. I know. It's, no. it's less than 24 hours news to us. Well, here's here's the thing. So, you know, Monday was a holiday. Yes. And then Tuesday, we were supposed to find out. And we were like, okay, sh- is it been a week? Is it typically like seven days? Yeah. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to write a book previously. And so I thought I knew what was going on, but yeah. I didn't. And then I was like, Bradley, every day I'm like, Bradley, if it doesn't happen, it's okay because yeah. it's still getting into the hands of the people who really need to, oh, that's to good, read it. It's good self-talk. Yes. And Bradley yeah, talk. But. Yes. And I'm like, it's going to be okay. I said, but we can't deny that we would want it to happen. Yes. However, we don't know. So literally we're waiting and then we're, oh, it's going to, well, we should know by three. Oh, we should know by five, which is New York time. And we're like, okay, that's four here. Okay. Yeah. And then Bradley's like, I'm going to go take Mabel, our, my dog, yeah. our, our dog on a walk. And I was like, oh, okay. Does he think that it's not? Okay. All right. Fine. Not <laughs> he's kidding. He's given up hope. <laughs> he's, he's given up hope at this point. I had to get out of the house. I, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, no, you know, I walk Mabel every day. I'm like, I know. Okay. So as soon as he gets in the car, I'm calling him because I got the email oh that we were a New York Times bestseller. Yeah. And I'm like, why isn't he picking up the phone? He did not bring it to the park. Like, what's going on? So I'm calling, I'm calling, and I'm like, congratulations. He's like, huh, for what? And I'm like, Bradley. And he's like, oh, and I'm like, we made it. We made the list. We made it. Yeah. We made it. So yeah. that, that that's how we found out. Yeah. Then lots of nice people call us and treat all night long. Yeah. Treat us to dinner the last night, which is awesome. Yeah, our it's, agent. And so. it, did your first book hit the list as well? It did. Yeah, so you're a two times New York. Which 
best-selling author. Don't get me crying already because right. you already had me crying earlier. <laughs> you know, I come from very humble beginnings. Like, I grew up in a trailer park. Like, I didn't go to college. I didn't know that. I didn't know you yeah. grew up in a trailer park. Yeah, and I didn't go to college, and yeah. we couldn't afford to. I mean, I taught preschool, and I thought early childhood education was going to be my thing, and then I just ended up really loving circle time and you know, putting voices on yeah. when I was reading yeah. the books yeah. to the kids. And I was like, oh, huh, maybe there's something in this. But yeah, to sort of not to play small because I'm learning how not to do that. Because when you do, you don't allow other people to play big, mm. you know. Wow. So, um, yeah, I just am very grateful that people want to hear what I have to say or share. Mm. And mm. as scary as it is, yeah. you're like, OK, I'm putting myself out there. I'm being vulnerable. But it's always when you're most vulnerable that people are most you know, drawn because yes. we're so much more alike than we are different. Yes. So I listened yeah. to a podcast this morning and, and it, uh, Pastor John Tyson said he was quoting an older pastor and he said, set yourself on fire and everyone will come watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's it. Right. That's the vulnerability that is required when you write stuff like this is like, in a way, y'all kind of set yourselves on fire. <laughs> we did. Sure. And yeah. Yeah. And just put it in front of everyone. The playing small thing is really interesting, Chrissy, because I was on a plane yesterday and I found myself crossing my legs and crossing my arms. And I said, I'm going to cry saying this to you. I said, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. You do not have to take up less space. And so what is it in women? And maybe, Bradley, forgive me if it isn't just in women, if you feel this ever too, but there is something in me as loud as I am and as big as my personality is, I try to take up less space. Uh Why do we do that? I don't know if it's conditioned. I don't know if it's because... I'm a people pleaser, mm-hmm. and so I want to make sure everybody else is okay. Meanwhile, I'm the one uncomfortable on the plane. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm the one who has a sore neck today. Correct. Because I crisscrossed uh, everything that we crisscrossed <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Correct. Um, I don't know what it is specifically. I think it's a, a myriad of things, but oh, boy, is it exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because when you, you, your life is so public, both of your lives are so public. I mean, you you were on a television show. How many years was this as us? Six. How, how many years did I cry myself through every episode? <laughs> six, oh, six years. Okay, I'm six sorry. years. Six years where people are like, I, can't, I don't know how to quit this as us, but I don't know how to keep doing this yeah, emotionally. Right, right. I know. I know. <laughs> but I mean, I, I can't imagine when you have to play a character. Yes. And yet internally you want to shrink. Yes. Yeah, it's wild. It's it's everything. It's gratitude it's vulnerability it's fear it's it's everything and also because kate as a character was so vulnerable yes and gratefully that's what people i think were so drawn to her because she was doing just life imperfectly she's like i don't got this figured out and i certainly chrissy certainly doesn't have it either and so yeah it's um i mean i learned obviously a lot from from playing her but also a lot from people in our society and what we need and what we want yeah it's all the things. It's all the things. It's all the things. It is all the things. I um, have had 11 books not hit the New York Times bestseller list. <laughs> but my gosh, 11, so, 11 books. Right, right, right. That's well, a lot of books. I just talk a lot, you guys. I just have a lot of words. They don't, and we want to hear what you have to say. Celebrated. <laughs> but the one, and so the, I have, I've had one hit the list. Yes. And the, that Wednesday afternoon, so for our friends listening, if your book comes out on a Tuesday, you find out about the list the next Wednesday, mm-hmm. end of business in New York. That day, I mean, did you, all day yesterday, y'all just had to be like, here it comes, here it comes. I'm a true confession. Did you know you can buy Girl Scout cookies on Postmates? No. You sure can. <laughs> and I, Let me take some notes yeah. now. <laughs> I, I told Bradley, and I, we, we had lunch because we had a couple interviews in the morning. We had yeah. lunch. And then I was like, um, I don't know if they're celebratory cookies or sad cookies. But I'm going to order, order six boxes, baby. <laughs> and we did. Yeah. And we did. So we ate cookies and not kidding, we took a nap. What flavors? Oh, do tell, Bradley. Everything. Samoas, oh, tagalongs, thin mints—the classic. Yeah, yes. <laughs> they do have a new one called s'mores, um, which um, score it. How's it rate amongst? You know, I I like the I like the the butter cookie, but I love a tagalong and I love a samoa. Nah, I, love I mean, a you samoa. can't compare. I'm a tagalong thin mint guy. Yeah, I love both. We haven't so put the them in the freezer yet. Fine, yes. but we're not rushing to it. No, that's not offensive. The Girl Scouts will be fine. We're we love the Girl yeah. Scouts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're pro Girl yeah, Scouts. Listen, we, we we supported <laughs> Buy the them. Cookies. We supported them. Um, I listen. I, if it has sugar and it's a cookie or Chrissy? a chocolate chip, I'm eating it. So I, I wish I would meet a cookie I didn't like. Correct. I wish I could date as easily as I could enjoy a cookie. Correct. If I could just pick it and be fine. It is, Correct. Yeah, it is not right. Correct. Um, okay. Why a kids book? Why was that the thing y'all wanted to write? Well, through us getting to know each other, a lot of things came up like backgrounds and and where we came from you know just like this is us like how we are why we are the way we are today 
Um, for me, the book came from my my grandfather was very sick when I was the age that this book is written for, yeah. and I saw my mom stressed, my grandmother stressed, and you know, trauma and tragedy have no age limit to them, unfortunately. So I was felt helpless. I would go to church and I'd see people praying, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Can I talk to this God that everyone else is talking to that wow. seems larger than life?" Now, granted, I grew up Southern Baptist, so you know, it's a whole other. Sure. whole other viewpoint of it now, but I didn't know if I could. And I started praying when I was a child and I was like, am I doing it right? Mm. And this book through writing, it answers a lot of that to me that children can pray any for anything. They can yes. pray for their pets, their friends at school, yeah. their their grandparents. And uh, that's, that's what I, I, I took out of writing it kind of little, little, little Bradley got, got some answers, yeah. you know? That's wow. the thing is, um, you know, being a preschool teacher for so long, I would see sort of the pictures that the kids were drawn to or the messages. And I have a big family, nine nieces and nephews, but I always wanted to write a children's book mm-hmm. always. And I wanted it to, to mean something like it's one yeah. thing to be, you know, a great entertaining children's book. Cause we need those too. But I was like, Oh, so much of when we were getting to know each other, we realized there were a lot of things that we weren't told or not often told yeah. about, you know, who we are and how purposeful we are. Because, you know, our parents, everybody does the best they can with what they have. But I have you been to on-site? Yeah, girl, I have. I was like, that sentence is an on-site yeah. sentence. I've been there, too. <laughs> Listen, I, this, is, this table is, I, we, I are, gonna ask we are two degrees different yeah. than we were before that. <laughs> yes. I know. Um, that's so everybody's right. doing the best with Yeah, and yeah. so I just... I was like, how do we sort of impart love and bolster self-confidence and Mm -hmm. self-esteem through a book, but also introducing prayer, which has been so instrumental in my life. And my grandmother instilled that in me at a very young age. I mean, I was going to church by myself as like a teenager because I just was seeking something bigger and greater that could help me. And, you know, I had a bit of a tumultuous childhood with my stepfather and I forgive him, him now and I love him and, you know, Godspeed and all that. But I just think that all of the ideas of wanting to impart that on young readers. And then also it's, a. we were driving down to Florida and I was like, I think this is really affecting like inner child stuff for me that I never didn't, I didn't even think about. Mm -hmm. And so I think adults also can, can get a lot from the book, but initially it was just sort of, you know, what was important to me, which was prayer and my faith. And then also, just knowing that you're purposeful and that you're loved, yeah. you know. That's my content warning for our friends listening that as an adult, I would read it one time first because I cried the first time I read it. Aww. And I thought, you don't want to do that with your four-year-old the first time. <laughs> like, so y'all yeah. go through the Dad. pages one you, time yeah, and you, then get it together. You need a test run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you need a test run to get your personal feelings out about when I talk to God, I talk mm-hmm. about you before you're sitting with your children. Oh, that's I think. lovely. Um, okay, tell me how y'all met. Because Bradley, you've been in Nashville. As you said, you grew up here. I was here. born here. Yeah, yeah. We've, I mean, we've... Unicorn. We have... Um, <laughs> been in circles around yes. each other this whole time. But Chrissy, you are from here. Do you live here now? I do live here now. Okay. I bought a home uh, right before the pandemic. I can't believe I did something right. Yeah. And um, I did also finding Bradley. I think that was yeah. a, a right thing. But yeah, it's. I was going back and forth for six years doing songwriting. Yes. And then I finally decided, I was like, I really love it. And Florida's not very far. And we can drive down to go see my family. Yeah. So it, well, we met on a dating app. Hey, hey. Raya. No. No. No? Girl on the bumble. You were on Crazy mess was on Bumble. Everybody says I'm a real person. I'm a, I'm just like everybody else. Yeah, it's not you. I'm worried about. It's all the others. I know. Well, you know, you have to kiss a lot of frogs to find a prince. Right. And I did that to some degree. Yeah. But what was more concerning was that nobody introduced me to Bradley. We all had all the same friends. I need you to know that I went on a date with a guy who we have a bazillion mutual mm-hmm. friends, and I went to about three of them, and I was like. What's your reason for yeah, not thinking this? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Because yes. if you didn't think of this for a reason, I'd like to know that before this gets started. Right. Yes. Correct. So what did your friends say? They were like, we oh, we thought that, well, they didn't, they thought he might have still been married. They thought that he. Oh, that's a, that's a good point. Yes. You don't want to introduce someone when they're Correct. married. Fair, which fair, was, fair. Which was in 2012. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well. Thanks, was, friends. Been, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. They, they were just like, oh, I, I thought maybe he was in a relationship and. Yeah, I guess it just wasn't the right time. Yeah, Bradley, talk to me about that from your seat of the timing part. How how did that matter to you, the timing part? The the, the timing part of when we met? Yeah. Well, it was the middle of pandemic, and I was thinking, you know, what? I was by myself. She had her assistant with her, 
And I was thinking, what better time to be on a dating app than pandemic? Yeah. <laughs> and I knew that she was in town. I knew who she was. I didn't stalk her. But like years before, she did a um, guest spot in Entourage. Co-star. Yeah. It was a co-star. She co-starred. <laughs> I just want to be very Excuse clear. because I got the co-star. I don't, any, I don't want anybody to think that I was trying to. Yeah. Check my yeah. IMDb. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she co-starred in Entourage. Thank you. Thank you. And whatever reason, she, she struck me. I was like, who is this yeah. person? And I looked, looked her up. I'm like, okay. Her name's Chrissy. She's an actress. This is her first thing I could really find. That's awesome. Kind of filed it away. Didn't think about it. Wow. Then This Is Us came out, and I'm like, well, she's really doing something now. This is yeah. great. No, well, maybe the, I'll reach out. No, seeing, the, seeing the transition, <laughs> but I knew that she was in town. I knew she was re- recording music. Because you're in the industry as well. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, we're going to meet each other when the time's right. And then she popped up on Bumble, and... It was funny because she didn't write anything on there. Like I wrote some things. She wrote some things. Maybe four or five words. I have nothing written on Bumble. See? No. Men but don't read that stuff. Well, that's what I Her thought. pictures had like Getty watermarks on them. Because I didn't want <laughs> so, because I didn't want to get so, sued. So those I was, Getty those Getty so photographers. I was like, okay, is this will come for you. Is this really her or am I being catfished? <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, a Chrissy Metz catfish. So Ew, you know, honestly. stranger things have happened. So we matched and started talking, and I instantly knew he, she was who she said she was. I mean, I'm dying that you had her filed away in your brain for years. Well, it, she, that's so cute. I did not yeah. know that until we started doing press around yes. the book. I was like, oh, really? That is so sweet. Yeah. yeah. Not like in a stalking theme, but just kind of no, like. That's not you know, in, a, in a sweet I, I did, way. Babe. I just felt like a connection, you know. That, so this sweet. half of the table is not accusing you of stalking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely also, not. I think there's really something. The longer I'm a person and have men in my life, <laughs> the longer I realize our brains are not the same. Yeah. And so men going, I filed that away. Chrissy, let me speak for us, maybe. Yeah. If I see a guy like that, I mean, I'm following him on Instagram. I'm sliding in his DMs. I mean, like, I'm wasting none of the time. <laughs> right. And so, but men have a way more seem slow, thoughtful, let me file that away. Now, yeah. here's my Yeah, that's what I did. And the reason I say stalking is... A news outlet said that we stalked each other, which is <laughs> completely Great. untrue. So yes. I, I have a little collateral damage from that. So that's mm-hmm. why I keep saying it. But yes, well, yeah, Thank absolutely. You for that. I think that sounds like God. Is yeah. what it sounds like to me. Well, it's timing, God, God and timing. And I was yeah. like, you know, it's going to work out. Like, because if I was like, you know, tracking her down, trying to find out where she was, yes. that would be weird. Yeah. You know. You know what was weird? Waiting a month for you to ask for my phone number. I- are you <laughs> saying he didn't get your phone number for a month? Y'all only talked on Bumble for a month and didn't see each Well, I guess yeah. pandemic. But. Right. So there was, you know, obviously some issues, like a pandemic. My mom also was dealing with some issues, so I went down to Florida. So there wasn't, like, the right timing as far as that. But I was like, Bradley, at one point, are you going to ask me for my phone uh-huh. number? Because I, I think I'm like you, where I'm like, chop, chop. Huh? What are we doing? What are we waiting for? Sis. Yeah. <laughs> What are we what I would give for? for us to not be recording? Like, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> what are we waiting for? And I'm I'm sort of that What way. were you waiting for? It just seemed like she was traveling a lot too and I didn't want it to be I felt like if you start texting immediately then that you have to keep that going. So I wanted which sounds weird. No, nope, you're teaching me. You you're know, you are but, my professor right but now. But <laughs> it's, it's like you have to continue with it. I knew she was traveling. And timing just didn't seem seem right. And I thought, well, I'll know when the time's right. And um, she was like, are you going to answer for my number? I'm like, what's your number? What we're discovering <laughs> then, is that he's very patient. I am not. Uh, he's very punctual. I am not. We're learning a lot. Says the people who showed up 45 minutes early. You're very punctual. Only because of Bradley We Collins. couldn't wait to get here. <laughs> yeah. Annie. And we were itching. We got to get in. We got to get in. We have to meet her now. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's teaching me some invaluable lessons. But, I mean, I do find it very sweet that... I do think that if someone wants something like, and they want it for the right reasons, yeah. it's okay to be patient about it. Mm-hmm. I just need to learn that lesson. <laughs> Listen, that is that is that is not a fruit of the spirit that lives in me. That's not that's not the tree that's growing the most fruit over here. So okay, Bradley. So you're telling me. So after that month, then y'all started going on. Then you went on a date. Well. Well, it was a pandemic date, so you know we're, we're means gonna, a FaceTime date this initially. Is, this is yeah, we had a FaceTime date because I'm not going to meet anybody that I don't FaceTime first. Ma'am, the patience of you that for a month he didn't ask for your phone number and then it was a FaceTime date. Correct. Because here's the thing, like this is you why said, the Lord's giving you this and yeah. not me because he's like, yeah, did you see what Chrissy did? She just waited. No, but here's the thing, like you were saying, for me to be on Bumble, I mean, it feels very like exposing, and so I feel like that's like the first line of defense. Uh, if I have a good conversation on FaceTime. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's not too awkward. Yep. And also a pandemic. So the, we couldn't even test. We didn't have vaccines. None of yeah, that was available. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, how can we safely do this? But also if we vibe on a FaceTime, I'm sure we will in person. Yes. Yes. yes so yes. we started that and I feel terrible about it, but he oh, was great. a minute late only because his camera was covered. And I was like, oh, so you're a minute late. That's the first thing I say to him. It's not cute. Because your camera was covered? Because you're safe? Yes. I, let me tell you how safe I, I was. I love this man. I know. <laughs> I, I wore too. a face mask on the Zoom. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I know. I wore a surgical mask. And He's like, I'm just trying to be funny. And I'm I was just like, trying to be funny. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm like, trying to be what? funny. Are you okay? What? I was like, okay. I love it. It's zany. It's silly. But then I was like, well, why are you late? And he's like, I'm not late. And I'm like, well, we, we said that three, three o'clock and it's three oh one. And he's like, oh, and then I felt bad that I made you feel bad when I was just sort of kidding. Like your mask joke was like my you being late joke. Yeah. And, you and, know. That, and yet you survived it. I mean, we that's, survived I it. We survived everyone, being a minute late. Yes. <laughs> oh, I babe. think everyone dating needs to hear this. And probably married friends too needs to hear the like, you do your best and it's fum you fumble all the time. Correct. Yeah. And if God has a story he's writing here, he keeps writing that story yeah. even though you're human. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, but I, you know, was just, are you so upset? No, I'm okay. not upset. I'm, I'm not <laughs> oh upset. God, oh no. I'm like, wait, is there still something here? Because I hold on to things, so I'm projecting. But anyway, um, so we chatted on FaceTime, and I was like, okay, cool. And this had obviously had after we had talked on the phone. Yeah. And then we were going to go on our first date, and we were going to go to park and yeah. have a little picnic because yeah. we were social distancing, and. Of course, it rained. There was a deluge. A date got rained out. No. Rained out, and I was like, and as a, you know, my impatience, I'm impatient. I was like, well, what? I've waited this long. This like six weeks at this point. I'm like, uh, what's going to happen? I was like, can I just like, do you want to come over here? He's like, no, I don't feel comfortable coming over to your place. And I'm like, oh, what a gent. Okay. I was like, so can I come over to yours? Do you feel better if I show up at your place? Yeah, yeah. Can I? Just... I think the stalker category is over here. Yeah. Maybe. Not over here. Maybe so. But yeah, it got rained out. So. She came over to my to my place and she sat in the kitchen. I sat in the what? living room. I legit we I was just yelled like, at each other. Yeah, legitimately, oh, I was like, gosh. "Should I just should you just open the door and then I come in so like we don't touch the doorknob?" Oh my gosh! Like I'm such a weirdo. The, no, I mean early 2020. That's yeah. all we knew to do. Scary. Yeah, yeah and, that's all we yeah, knew to do. And out of a condo down in in the Gulch. Yeah, and it was like you know it's still elevators, all that stuff yeah. is really scary. Literally, he's in the kitchen. I'm in the living room. I'm like, so um, what do you want to eat? Like it was. <laughs> So romantic. Um, but it was lovely because we really got to know each other. Yeah. Which was really something amazing that I didn't always do in relationships. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So when you were separate and praying about this, what kind of things were you saying to God? I was just like, um, well, if this is supposed to be right, it'll be right and be patient. <laughs> yeah, I just. I always want to just believe that whatever happens, it's supposed to happen the way it's supposed yeah, to happen. Yeah. So it's just surrendering and trusting. Yeah, just, just I think patience is the biggest thing and knowing that, you know, it's little steps getting to know each other and getting to know what, what she's about and getting to tell her what I'm about was just a long process that was incredibly important. But we also had the luxury of pandemic. Yeah. Time. So we had that, that time together to spend time and talk and that's really how this book came about, just through getting to know each other. Yeah, and what was important to us. I know a lot of people, you know, got divorced in, right. in the pandemic right. or separated. Um, I think, you know, it either brought you together or yeah. definitely put you, you know. Yeah, apart. I had a thing end in April of the pandemic, and I was like, we're the only people, you're the only person I'm hugging. Right. So yeah. if you go, right. What's can we wait happen? till this is over? <laughs> I, I was know. like, can you hang on? I know. I, I, you may not like me as much anymore, but can you hang on for like six more weeks? Because I'm sure this will be over. Um, nope. Because that's, I mean, that's the thing is that we had these opportunities to spend concentrated time yes. together. And that either makes or breaks. It yeah. was an opportunity. <laughs> right. You know, and that's Dog how years. I look at it. As COVID yes. was awful for a lot of people. Yep. You'll never convince me it wasn't terrible, but the yep. silver lining and blessing to COVID was quarantine. Yeah. Where we really got to spend time together. Yeah. And get to know each other. And, and like, also work on and our baked and yeah. Yeah. It's cute. 
figure out what what we're going to do on the other side of it. So just for my own personal coaching that y'all are doing here, (laughs) after the first date when in the kitchen, in the living room, then did it kind of get rolling or was it, did you have to keep being patient? No, I mean, I definitely think that we had to keep being patient and I I brought this card game over, I think it was our third date, Mm -hmm. fourth date. And I mean, maybe it was a little uh, ambitious for our second or third or fourth date. It was a very early on date. And there's different varying degrees. It's called We Are Not Strangers, or We're Not Really Strangers. Have you heard of those? Oh, no. Yeah. So there's four different levels. And like they get, you know, the first question is like, what did you think of my shoes when you first saw me? Uh You know, and then the fourth you know, question in is like yeah. deep stuff. Uh, yeah. And then like draw a picture of yourself, how you felt seeing each other. Yeah. Or, and then oh. leave a note for whoever you're hanging out with. They yeah. can only read after you've left. Oh gosh. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, deep. this is, yeah, this is very ambitious. <laughs> and I, I was like, Chrissy, why you're did like, you do my this? Bad, my bad, my yeah, bad, my yeah, bad. Yeah. I'm like, can I be, can we backspace? I don't know. And so I remember getting the, seeing the note as soon as he, you know, left, I was like, sorry, or opening oh, yeah, up the note so fast. Sure. And it was like, I'm looking forward to spending more time with you. And it was like so sweet yeah. and just the right, you know, it wasn't too much. It wasn't, it was just enough. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe he likes me. <laughs> I never wow. think anybody likes me. And I'm like, oh, I'm working on it. But I'm like, oh, this is really nice. Like just to really enjoy the person as the person, really getting wow. to know them and having, you know, a lot of things in common, but a lot of things that, that weren't. And it's nice to just let that like unfold. And we slowly started like spending more time together and cooking and baking. I mean, and it was the most wholesome dating experience. It was very wholesome. I mean, we would drive out in the country and go get peaches. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you couldn't do anything else, you yeah. know? And I think not having to, you know, go out to restaurants and everything else to be able to focus on talking was so important in the very beginning. Were you afraid to do a relationship again after a divorce? No. I mean, I I was married in 2012, divorced in 2013. Okay. So that was just a time in my life that I learned a lot. That's how I, mm-hmm. I view it. I just ended up with the wrong person. But it, it did Was ta- it the wrong person? Mm-hmm. Is that what? Okay. Yeah. It was, we just weren't matched mm-hmm. for the long term. And uh, it's a whole other pod, pod, podcast, right, sub, right. podcast subject. But, you know, it's... Dating after getting divorced is weird because for a couple of years after that, I was like, can I be here? Can I be out with my friends? And right. can I go out and do this? Right. Like, you know, and a lot of time I, I didn't want to, but enough time had passed. And I, I, I realized that that was a learning experience, mm-hmm. you know, um, something that I take a lot, a lot from that I've, there's better things out there. And obviously there are. Right. You know, so. Yeah, I was married for five and a half years previously. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And I, in L.A.? Um, yeah, okay. in L.A. And we're still friendly and he's a wonderful human, just not my forever person. You know, and he even said, like, if you were going through all of this sort of stardom and show, he's like, I would not be able to navigate that. Wow. And I'm so glad that he said that to me and it's nice but like in hindsight I'm like oh I learned so much from that relationship that I get to take and and bring to our relationship Mm. and just to be a better person and partner and friend and so I'm really grateful and I I do believe all of the relationships and everything is a lesson yeah Yeah. that's right mine definitely served a purpose yeah Yeah. definitely did and to be where I am now I would do it I would do it all over again but I don't think I would have said that in 2012. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, and Chrissy, I'm I'm thinking about that if if this is us happened after your divorce, there had to be this place in the middle of devastation mm. of is my life ever going to be. Oh, right? Absolutely. And I think that if we were still my ex-husband and I were still married, I don't I was so supportive of what he was doing because I yeah. was so afraid to step out on faith that I wow. think that I would have just been working you know, I was agenting. I became an agent's assistant and became an agent for nine years. And I think I would just be doing that. Did you move out there to act and yes. you stepped into agenting? Because I needed a job. small. Yep. Oh, yeah. Miniature. Dude. Miniature. Dude. Yeah. And um, that's I needed... not true of all agents, just for any of our agents yes. listening. Well, that's no, not an agent statement. No, but that's, that's, that's a story that, that, that we have in common, our, yeah. our, our, our backgrounds. But be, be, Really? Yeah. I'm, I worked for uh, 
I was a music executive for 16 years. Yeah. And I was always helping people write, you know, getting in writer rooms, signing people, signing artists, getting them publishing deals. And every single time I do that, I'll be like, what am I doing? Wow. This is not what I want to do and making wow. myself small because I didn't believe that I had the talent or ability to do what I'm doing yeah, now. Wow. Yeah, it's scary because you think, well, if I've given myself an opportunity to even try and I fail, then what? But if I don't ever try, I won't ever know. But that's the greatest ask. gift you give yourself. Yeah, it's a scary opportunity. Yes, it's a scary thing to step out and, and try that. But if we were still married, there's no way that I would have my career. Will you talk about that? Because, again, I want to say to people, being a publisher, being an agent isn't the problem. No. Those are great jobs. And if that's what God's called you to, Amen. you are yes, taking the yes, opportunity. It's when yes. you say, I'm going to be an agent because I, need a I job. actually want to be. Yeah, yes. I need a job and I actually want to be an actress. just want to stay in L.A. So you moved out there. Mm-hmm. How old were you when you moved out there? 21. From Florida? Yes. Gainesville, okay. Florida. And then you were at other... Gainesville, Florida. Uh-oh. Gators. Yeah, I know. Gator I was stuff. like, I know she's a bulldog, but it's okay. It's <laughs> okay. okay. You guys I'm are t- amazing. I'm a Tennessee fan, so... Yeah, that's we, it. The pyramid yeah. is Jesus. If we have Jesus at the top, <laughs> I can deal right. with other you messages. Got it all covered. Right. Yeah. That's right. Okay, so you move out there, yes. and, you, and so you're agenting these other... Actors and actresses yes. going out and doing jobs that yeah. you're like, I would audition for that too. Oh, you don't understand. I always I tell the story, but I literally felt like my boyfriend was taking another woman out every day because yes. they're getting the auditions that I wish I had. Yes. And they're going out to, you know, Gosh. potentially, you know, establish a career. And I'm like, wow. But I also realized I learned so much from behind that desk. Yeah. I got to form relationships I never would have before. And you know, now as, you know, obviously an actress that I can read contracts and I can understand like, oh, you know, I don't think this is fair. I think the, ah. the exclusivity on this, and you know, wow. so it's very helpful. And then Devon Franklin, who produced the movie Breakthrough, he always said that you have to learn to carry a crown before you can wear one. Wow. And that was like, oh, that's what I was doing. Yes. Oh, I was helping everybody else. I was being of service. Okay, yes. we thank you, God. Yes. And now, now this is my time because I don't think at 21 years old. I would have known at all what in the world to do. Yeah. I'd have yeah. been like lost as the day is long. Talk about the day you decided not to do agenting anymore and to go for an audition. Well, so process. I was having, I mean, I would probably have a handful of auditions. Most actors have like handful of auditions a day, but oh, I was gosh. always very specific. And so when my former coworker said to me, oh, Dan Fogelman has this pilot, would you want to audition for it? And I said, if you can actually get me a series regular audition I would of course go but like yeah. are you kidding me I don't have a res I have like three guest stars a couple co-stars like it's not gonna happen I never tested for a show before and she's like I really think you're you're right for this and so I was like if you get the audition I'm going and I went and it was great and and fine audition yeah. but I didn't think anything of it but it really wasn't until booking this is us was I like oh oh I can really like maybe potentially work as an actor. So do you have to call your agency and be like, hey, I need to quit. Well, I'm Kate. I was, well, no, because I had a five episode arc on American Horror Story the fourth okay. season. Okay. And then I took some time and I was like, okay, I'll tell all my clients. Yeah. I just want to let you guys, you're going to be taken care of. But like, also I'm, really sort of trying to pursue acting in a real way and they of course were so sweet and understanding I'm like thank you and then nothing happened for a year and then the This Is Us audition happened and I was like well and I was about to move back home to Florida I was like I'll just teach preschool again or something not two weeks before yes seriously I was like I've been here 12 years Usually it's a 10 year, you know, overnight success. Maybe it's just not for me and maybe I'm delusional. And so, yeah, it was really booking this as us. And not that we knew that it was going to A, get picked up or B, be successful because you don't ever know when you book a job. But I, I remember, you know, calling my mom and calling my, my best friend and saying that I booked the job and I was like, oh, this might be it. Like this might be the sort of turning point in my career fingers toes everything crossed so that was sort of like the monumental moment of my career that is unbelievable yeah it is i I still can't believe it if you'd have moved home forget it him see your time i know i mean all the things kate yes you wouldn't have you you wouldn't be our kate you're the only kate i would have ever wanted oh that's Um, the nicest thing bradley what was your transition to songwriting well, it's it was took a long time. Yeah. I was at a company called BMI for 16 yeah. years, and I was executive there. And I had the best year of my career. I'd signed artists that are going on world tours right now, and I signed the Songwriter of the Year 10 years before that. And I showed up one Friday afternoon, and I got fired. And I was like, what wow. in the world is going on? But my personality had changed 
so much because I was so not doing what I was supposed to be doing. I sank into a clinical depression and they got me out for political reasons. But, you know, it took me three or four years of just trying commercial real estate, trying music publishing when I was sitting on my couch in in pandemic and I was just so scared because I had nothing happening. I was like, well, songwriting is something I've always wanted to do. I've always respected, but never gave myself the opportunity. I was praying about it. And I was like, nobody has gone about it this way to become a successful songwriter. And in the prayer, it came to me. It said, uh, just because no one has been on this path before doesn't mean it's not your path. And that to me was just eye opening. Wow. And I. What a kind thing for God to say. Yeah. And it's. That thing is, uh, that idea has carried me through every car ride. I, I, I do, every time I doubt myself, I think about, you know, what what God said to me then. And yes. it was it's really powerful. And it's it's helps, it helps me. It helps me a lot. And I've shared that willingly because I feel like so many people now, especially, are trying new things they never thought they would do before because yes. we realize how fragile life is but yes. just just because you can't say oh well she did this and he did this and then that happened that happened and you can't see it in yourself it doesn't mean it's not what you're supposed to be doing yeah that's right why does that do that to you it's just it's so hard it's yeah. so hard when you want to do something and you're like your body's literally telling you to like try something new but it's scary it's so scary, it's yeah. so scary. and like who's going to believe in you and who's going to you know follow you and who's going to think that you're worthy of whatever it is that you want to do and you're like okay god myself okay that should be enough but sometimes it's, it's not. not yeah, yeah. and at the time when i was there at the company i i knew i was destined for something else i couldn't know i, I wasn't sure what it was but that that doubt and not following what i wanted to do sank me into a clinical depression and yeah. it was just it was so tough to show up to work every day, but yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, and then I'm so glad I don't have to go there anymore. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's just yes. hard. It can be hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, so for you guys, when let's talk about on-site for a second. Yes. While we're talking about this. Did y'all go when you were already a couple? No. no. I did my wow. own thing. Oh, okay. I, I just actually, during December, this past December, I went. <gasps> oh, you're fresh out. Yeah, fresh you're out, You're going to be fine. Uh, yes. Don't worry. It yeah, gets easier. Honestly, it feels less raw. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. I did a project over the summer that really was traumatic for me. Oh, wow. I knew from the beginning I shouldn't have done it. I, I sort of was interested in the script because it was different. And I was like, oh, I'm going to challenge myself. But I just knew that in my soul, I shouldn't have done it. And unfortunately, you sign a contract and you're a part of it and you have to do it. And now there's hundreds of people who are relying on you because they have now signed on to the project. Yes, yes. And so I was like, I want to finish what I start. But anyway, it was very traumatic for me. And it brought up a lot of stuff that I hadn't really gone through yeah. and processed, I should say. And so... I'd been wanting to go, and luckily I'd met Miles at the grocery store. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, you know, let Isn't me know wonderful? if you ever want." Oh, so I yeah, mean, just his like gift. the way he speaks. I'm yes. like, this is so like yeah. calming and yeah. wonderful. And so I reached out, and I was like, "Okay, I actually have time. I actually yeah. have a week, and I really think I need it." And yeah. so luckily, I was able to get in, and it was not only is it amazing to not have your phone for a week. Yeah. The people that you meet there. And I went through the group program. Oh, you did? You did the I Living did. Center group? I did. And it was like... You did like, Bumble version of counseling, Oh, yeah, too. yeah. Listen, I don't play. Yeah. Like, I... That's one thing is, like, I, if I do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And that was suggested to me. And I'm so glad because I learned so much from everyone else in that room. Same. Did you do the same? Did you do Living Centered? No, I did the individual intensive. intensive. I think yeah. I want to do that next. Yeah. I think that's all my to do. Yeah. I was like, I'm glad I started with the, with the group because... Yeah. Not only did I make some great friends and learn so much, um, there were some things that were said to me in my process that yes. like were so healing yes. that I never would have heard or been a part of. Yes. Um, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. I tell people a lot about the group therapy that you think you're going to be in your feels for five mm-hmm. days, but you actually are in other people's <laughs> feels yeah. seven out of eight times. So you're going to be fine. Yes. You only have to get in your own stuff yes. one out of eight times. Yes. It's great. But the understanding and the empathy from hearing other people's yes. perspectives oh, was so monumental for me. I was like, oh, 
maybe I misunderstood my father at this point. Yeah. Maybe he misunderstood me at Having this point. Having other people play yes. that. Yeah. I, I did a thing where one person in our group lined up all their romantic partners and we yeah. were playing them. Oh, yes. wow. Right? Yes. And then they had a conversation with each romantic partner and I got to play the one that was kind of the rescue partner that was the one who brought the person out of a hard relationship. And when I tell you I sobbed because I felt so loved, mm. yes. even though it was, I was like, it was that experience of going, oh, this is what it feels like when someone loves you like that. That has changed me, even though I was just playing oh. someone's romantic partner and it wasn't even me. That's why they always say trust the process. Because right. when you get there, you're like, what in the world is this? <laughs> I'm here for it, but what? Yes. And then I'm like, yes. oh, I'm here for it. Yeah. And like, it's really hard to explain unless you've experienced it. But it is... It's magical. Yeah. It was is, life the intensives. So is it just you and a therapist for a couple of days? It was just me and a therapist. And, you know, I I don't mind saying this. It, I didn't have a great experience at OnSite. Yeah. It was, I think I was matched with the wrong people or the wrong week, Yeah. whatever. And I kept saying, I'm not getting anything out of this. I'm yeah. not getting anything out of this. And their advice was, I needed to come back another week. And I was uh. like, and that just sank me even, even more yeah, because I didn't yeah. feel like they 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 cared but you hear Chrissy's experience I hear so many other friends experiences that I know I'm in the minority of on-site experiences but I feel like if you've never done therapy before or you're new to it or have something new to work through it's a, it's a great place to go yeah and I mean I think that's really honest thank you for saying that because mm-hmm. I think people need to hear that everybody has different it's, experiences yes. at all these it's different places not a, it's not a magic bullet it's yeah, not no. it's not gonna go neither therapy right no yeah. no it's not but and it th- depends but, on where you're at too yeah you know like how, how, where you're at as a person and what therapy experience you've had previously um, who you're matched with. Bradley, I'm sorry. That was your experience. Though. I know. I but it's that. my experience, and my experience has helped other people. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, you're not going to go there and just expect to, you know, work out 40 years of trauma. <laughs> you <laughs> In know? three days. It's not going to yeah. work. Yeah. So yeah, that's it's, right. I think my, my experience was for other people. Yeah. I think that's true for counseling, too, is I, mm-hmm. I say yeah. to people, like, you can't go in expecting like all the problems you've had to be solved in four right. appointments. No. Like that's just not it. And that's also not what counseling's for. Yeah. That's not the, you know, it is way more processing and living. And so. Yeah. Because you have I to put it you. into practice. Yeah. It's like, it's great when you're in a, a curated week where everything's sort of ideal. Yeah. But then putting it into practice when you come into your real life, you're like, okay. Yeah. And they even tell you that, like you might change a bit. Yes. And it might change over time. Yeah. And so I feel like they're very realistic in that. And you also have to put the work in. Yeah, that's like, right. <laughs> you, you you could have all the books and all this and that, but if you don't read them and if you don't do your homework, and <laughs> that's it. You don't put it into your life. That's it. It's like that's what? it for the Bible too, right? Yeah. Like yes. it may be on your shelf. <laughs> it ain't gonna help but you that you much live? if it stays yes. there. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So what's next for y'all? We've got this kid's book. Or, yeah. I mean, you're writing songs. I'm writing songs. We have an album that goes along with this. <gasps> yes. Called yeah. Prayed for This Day. Uh, oh. And it's. Chrissy's first album, yeah. yes. like a, a first complete so. project. Because I've you know been coming back and forth and yeah. was on a label for a little bit, and we put some songs out, and then now this you know we're putting this out yeah. independently, which is also a feat in itself. And yes. we got uh, the privilege to work with Phil Barton. Yeah, and Liz Rose wrote uh, several songs with us. And Listen, Ru- Liz Rose, Runaway she June. is the bomb. Dot. She, oh, y'all wrote with Runaway June. Too. Yes. We have one song with them on there. Jen Wayne yeah. wrote, and then Natalie uh, played the fiddle on one of them, yeah. and then we did harmonies on uh, the rest of the song. But and it's called "Prayed for This Day." It's is the, the album. album. Mm-hmm. Oh yay! Good. And they're all songs taken from the book, and you know, for self esteem, but also we have a song called "Learning to Be Brave," which yeah. is also a very important through line and that you're not going to be brave overnight, but you can yeah. learn to be brave and, yeah. you know, one foot in front of the other and suiting up and showing up. But the one we wrote with Runaway June is called No Matter What, which yeah. I find very important because that's something that was really striking for me, that no matter what you choose to do with your life, that, yeah. you know, you're loved no matter what. And yeah. You're wanted you become, to be here. You're, yeah, yeah, you're wanted. And yeah. So anyway, it's a very special project that we had uh, the opportunity to do together over the winter break which was really nice too yeah and the, and the artwork on the album is the same illustrator that did the book oh wow Lisa yeah. Fields yeah she's and, amazing I mean these animals are beautiful oh she's amazing yeah. and, and what we're seeing is no matter how, how young the child is that's hearing it 
yeah. the book, they're responding to the animals. Yes, yeah. that's it. That's you it. Know? Kids yes. love animals. They love that pictures. For sure. Yeah. But, but that, that was very intentional on our part to have the animals as a soft delivery, yeah. you know, instead yeah. of having, you know, children or something yes. else. Yeah. It's also that's inclusive. Really Right. You know, everybody right. is is seen and heard that way. Yeah, that was also really beautiful. important. And the fireflies. Do you want to talk about that? <gasps> yeah, I don't know about that. The fireflies. Well, being from Tennessee, you, yeah. you know, there's fireflies. Depending on where you're from, there are fireflies yeah. or lightning bugs. Lightning bugs, yeah. You know, yeah. so we didn't give Lisa much direction. In, instruction yeah. or direction because we're like, she's great. We're going to do it. But the one thing yep. we kept saying is we need more lightning bugs. And as you go through the book, their prominence starts They're coming everywhere. through. Yeah. But it's what it tells is the warm slave flight of God always around yes, us. Yes. And um, yeah, it's really, really, really special for yeah, us. Yeah, the page with the raccoon. Your prayers are heard day or night. God's by your side, a warm, safe light. That's yeah. it. And then fireflies everywhere. Uh, so, and she drew them just right. I know. Lit up butts. Yeah. Just right. The way that she can manipulate and play with light, yeah. with color. It's mind-boggling. It's beautiful. I'm ready yeah. for, like, the plush toys. I'm ready for, like, the, the balloon on the Macy's Girl, Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. Let's I do it. I literally, like, prayed into existence because I'd love to have, like, a sequel or yes. yeah. an animated show or something, yeah. you know. More acting coming for you? Yeah, I'm hoping so, you know. Um, we have to just go back and forth for auditions? Well, no, usually now we can tape them. Oh, self-tape. Thank you, Yes, pandemic. thank goodness. Yes, of course, yeah. Um, and then you can do, like, your best take. You right, your right, best take. <laughs> right. Um, you know, there's some scripts I'm reading, and I'm really interested in doing a one-woman show. Oh, wow. And incorporating my own personal music. Yeah. So we're sort of developing that right now, and we'll That's see. Awesome. You know, pie in the sky till it happens. Yeah. But just trying to be creative. But also, it's hard to come from a show like This Is Us. And to be a part of another project that, I mean, nothing's ever going to be This Is Us. And it yeah. doesn't have to be. Yeah. But I want to be intentional about what else. Because yeah. that project I did over the summer was yeah. very jarring for me. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to be a little more discerning. Breakthrough <laughs> you know? was great. Thank that you. That was it. wonderful it was to do. really good. Thank yeah. you. That was an incredible story. I oh, was like, I cannot. I still can't believe Ooh. it. And it's I true. I know. That's I know it's them. Real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. What did we not say that you want to make sure we say? Did we forget anything? Anything? I don't know. Well, we covered a lot. I know. We really yeah, I know. zigzagged you're, around. You're, I loved it. That was fun. You're so good at Oh, well. Do we have time for yeah. the questions? Oh, yeah. We're going to do what sounds fun to you. <laughs> oh. You ready for it? Yeah. I'm ready for the questions. Okay. Then you'll go first, Bradley. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. What sounds fun to me? Gosh. In like a normal day or yeah. just? Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. I, I guess for me, I love writing songs. Yeah. So writing a <sighs> song that is meaningful that I keep playing over yeah. and over again to me. That's a great way to start the day. And then, uh, gosh, I don't know. Spending time with Chrissy and our dog. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That's a good answer. You guys can't see this, but Bradley's a very, and this is something else I love about him, is he's very emotional and uh-huh. very vulnerable. I'm like, I mean, you can't even see his little tears coming out the side of his eyes. <laughs> Sorry, babe. It's just so sweet. I yeah, just love it. Well that's, well, that's fun. Yeah. You know, that sounds is, fun. Honestly, crying is fun to me. Is it, I mean, it's, I love it. It's, I mean, it's just so sweet to be that loved, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I mean, just, I mean, I think what's fun is doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. What you're meant to be doing. And, you know, it took me, I'm 44. It took me 42 years yeah. to find out what I'm supposed to be doing despite the fact that when I was four years old, I told my mom I wanted to write songs. Wow. So. Oh, my gosh. Listen, Morgan long. Freeman, first starring role, 50 years old. It's yeah, we never got like too late. 60 more years. Yeah. We got a long. It is never too late. Yeah. I heard a very interesting story about Morgan Freeman. Okay, what? tell us. He is tired of leaving people's voice messages. <laughs> like, he is tired of being like, you have called Annie F. Downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, he's like, he won't do it anymore. I can't imagine. Well, because he has a that voice. voice. Of, and yeah. everybody be like, is that Morgan Freeman? Yeah. 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 Um, okay, Chrissy, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell yeah. me why it sounds fun to you. Honestly, um, I love music so much. Yes. And what Bradley was saying about songwriting, I just think it's the most magical thing to go into a room and four hours later you have a piece of art that never existed that before. Exist before but it's also what sounds fun is sleeping also okay. what sounds fun is laying on my couch and watching tv yes and hanging out with my dog yeah and eating girls i mean y'all cookies. been in book launch mode yeah. for some time yeah so. About almost a month. O- almost yeah. over a month actually yeah. but also love i love seeing live music yeah love it it's so inspiring for me 
And um, I just went to the Leslie Jordan tribute. Yeah, was it good? It was so special. Yes. Oh, it was so special. Yeah. And um, it's actually this really cute thing I have to say. I think he was texting TJ Osborne a picture, and it was him in this fancy gold suit. Yeah. And he said, look, I'm Portable Wagner. And I <laughs> cried laughing. Like, what a gem and a joy of, of a human. Yes. Um, so, yeah, sleeping, music, eating cookies. Okay. <laughs> well, also TV. I, I need to know, what did TV stars watch on TV? Okay, we've been watching uh, Slow Horses. I don't Slow even horses. know about it, it's but I Apple. love Gary the Oldman, st- uh, what'd you say, babe? It's on Apple. Oh, yeah, it's on Apple. Um, Gary Oldman is the star, and it's sort of like these wayward um, agents. Misfit, uh-huh. like Misfit, FBI, like, but in England. But like uh, oh, adjacent, great. like sort of were pushed out of Peaky like... Peaky Blinders? I don't, no? I didn't watch that. Okay, but okay. that's... But British. I mean, yes, British. Yes, I yes. can also go... The Crown, because that's also, also British. Yeah, yeah. we've also been watching 1923. Oh. Obsessed with 1923. Are you, are you up to date? Obsessed. Are you up to date? Obsessed. I have one to go, but you can say okay. it. You can oh, no, no, no. I'm just, my sister is not caught up, and I'm like, yes. oh, my gosh, should I just give something away? No. Um, and I, all of them. 1923, 1883. Yes. The 1883 where she's playing the piano as they're crossing the yeah. river. That, that, oh. is, that is a scene that Taylor Sheridan will go down in... in Infamy for it. It's so it beautiful. was just, it's very, very um, emotional for me. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah. Um, but also the way people lived and like also the way that indigenous people were treated, like yes. that stuff is. That part of 1923 is. So hard. It's almost. Uh, oh, hard. unwatchable. Yeah. It, it is so much worse than I ever knew. Yeah. And so. that we probably ever will know. Yes. Gosh. Um, yeah. So. Um, Gosh, yeah. But I think that's what we've been watching. Yeah. Watching that, yeah. We do love Survivor. Yeah. We, we cannot, <laughs> I think we cannot it comes, play. I think it comes back tonight or March 1st, baby. <laughs> you guys, March 1st. we are not playing. Who is still watching Survivor? Christy Mazzarelli, call it. We're 27 years later. McCoy, that's it. That's it. Good on you. Go down. I mean, I'm still watching Grey's Anatomy, so I'm playing oh, the I've violin on that it. Titanic. Yeah. So I am with you. I Okay, Survivor. No, Great. No judgment. What country are they in currently? I think they're going to Fiji. They're in Fiji, I, I think. think. So. And then we also watch Amazing Race. Yeah. Which oh, is so yeah. cool to see the last episode end in Nashville. Uh, that no, was cutesy. And Jen. And then Jen. Yeah. Happened to be on it. Y'all, thanks for doing this. You Thank are welcome you so much for having us, Andy. Thank, Thank you. It was such a treat. That yeah, was just so, such a, such a so fun. Thank you. Oh, y'all, don't you love them? Okay, be sure to grab copies of When I Talk to God, I Talk About You. Stuff every Easter basket. Get it in your teacher's classrooms. Put it everywhere you can get your hands on. And follow Chrissy and Bradley on social media so you can tell them thanks for being on the show. So, okay, we heard what sounds fun to Chrissy and Bradley, and now we get to hear what sounds fun to one of our friends who's listening, just like you. Okay, Carrie, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. I'm Carrie from Portland, Oregon. And what sounds fun to me is going to a cabin in the mountains yes. where there's no cell service, so no one can be on their phones. <laughs> okay. And bring like a bunch of my girlfriends and spend a weekend like playing games and reading and hiking during the day, but sitting around the fire pit at night yes. and just talking and laughing okay. until late at night. Are you a, let's go to a cabin and eat food in the cabin, like, and like we're here, or are you like a, let's go to the cabin and go out to eat? I can do both, but okay. I think that this particular one, we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere, oh, and right. so it's going to be a, a cook our own food, yeah. stay in the cabin Great. type thing. Snacks for because days. You just have to set, set the expectation for whatever the weekend is. Right. Like, if we're going to go out and about, great, but this one, I think, this you know, one let's we're staying stay it. Oh, good answer. Yep. Well yep. done, Gary. That's so good. Oh, man, that was a good one. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find you guys. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and apparently three times a week here with you. And that sounds fun. Every day over at Let's Read the Gospels, all the places you may need me, you guys. That is how you can find me. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me actually is reading some chapters of the Gospels. I haven't done it in a week or so, and I cannot wait to get to keep working on April as y'all are listening to March. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here tomorrow with my friend Inez Franklin. Oh, I can't wait for y'all to hear this one. We'll see y'all then. Bye.